I know personally, as my speaking engagements have changed from live to virtual, uh, it has been a relearning and it has been having to talk to other people that do live events and have done public speaking or done panels or done moderations. Like, how are you doing it? What are you seeing? How's it working? So talking, networking with people who are doing it well is going to be vital as we all move forward to make sure that our presentations are polished and ready. Welcome to Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground, where we talk about supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity with everyone from academics, historians, and business leaders. With your hosts, Chloe Guidry-Reed and Adam Moore, you'll hear inspiring stories and practical tips for overcoming challenges and gaining insight into supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity. Let's dive in. We'd also like to thank TechCXO for its sponsorship of this podcast. Get proven hands-on C-suite executives to take on an interim role and provide fractional help in lead projects. TechCXO on-demand executive model consistently delivers time and cost savings of 50 to 75% compared to a full-time in-house function. They have helped their clients secure over $4 billion in debt and equity financing and have advised clients on over 200 transactions, including due diligence preparation, and financing alternatives. To learn more, please visit their website at techcxo.com. Hello and welcome back. We're going to talk today about networking in this new normal that we find ourselves in. So I'm going to talk probably from the corporate perspective, as you guys have kind of come to know uh, in my different episodes, but really this kind of goes on both sides of it, right? We are quickly approaching a time and place where I think that we have to realize that our business as usual is never going to be the business as usual that we were used to before uh, literally the world changed in this pandemic. And we have found ourselves in a much more digitally enriched environment. So let's kind of dive into some of my observations as we've kind of gone along. The very first thing I want to say is we all need to realize that we're going to be in a virtual world in some form and capacity. Now, will it be as much as it is now? Will it be as restrictive as it is now? Probably not. But what we do have to remember is that we will be in a virtual world at some points. And we have to get comfortable with that. We have to understand how to have a screen presence. We have to understand how to use the different technologies that are out there. Uh, We need to be able to react to the different platforms and understand in essence, how they all work. They, they all have very familiar and very kind of common functionality. But that's what we need to be ready for. So what does that mean? What does that mean to be ready for the virtual world? Well, one, it means to have proper lighting. Um, I can't tell you how many times, and I'm guilty of this too, so it's not like I'm going to point fingers and, and think that I haven't done this, but how many times have you looked on a camera on a Zoom call or a Teams call where they have the whole gallery up and two or three people look like they're sitting in a cave? It's so dark. Uh, it's either Alaska during the summer or they're in a cave. So let's try to make sure that we have some good lighting. Um, It helps a lot. It helps for us to engage. It helps for your audience to engage you. Uh, So we need to be seen. So let's make sure that we have some good lighting. The next thing is also make sure that you've done system tests, right? I think I can remember being a kind of a new executive into the world and getting ready for my very first presentation. And I remember my manager to this day always saying, you schedule 20 minutes by yourself before every presentation so that you're in the room before everybody else. You've tested the equipment before everybody else. You've moved the slides. You know where everything is. You know how it works and you're confident in it. 
I think that kind of applies today. Let's make sure that we have practiced being on a screen. Let's make sure we've practiced talking into a microphone or at our computers and that we understand what level of voice we need to have. I think the other thing about being in a virtual environment is we have to remember that voice inflection is even more important now in a digital world than it was when we would be face-to-face with somebody, say, at a, a coffee meeting or at a, a live event. I know personally, as my speaking engagements have changed from live to virtual, uh, it has been a relearning and it has been having to talk to other people that do live events and have done public speaking or done panels or done moderations. Like, how are you doing it? What are you seeing? How's it working? So, talking, networking with people who are doing it well is going to be vital as we all move forward to make sure that our presentations are polished and ready. Uh, and we got to remember, these virtual meetings aren't just going to be for networking. They're going to be how you're going to present your product. I just finished uh, in my corporate role doing an RFP where the entire RFP presentations were done digitally. Now, that's a way different way to present your products, goods, and services than live and in person. So, your sales teams need to be ready. We need to have, make sure that we're equipping our uh, people to be able to do these, to stand out amongst the crowd. I really do think that as we move forward, a way to differentiate yourself in a sea of competitors who are just like you is how well are you handling a virtual environment? How well can you show up to a digital conference? How well can you have your people pitch a product over a Zoom, over a Teams, over a WebEx? That is going to be the our new normal. Yes, do I anticipate a time where we'll all be back and we will do a live events most definitely, but guess what? Even in these conversations, we're talking about hybrids. What does it look like to have half your audience in person, half your audience virtual? Because what we've also seen is there's a lot of cost savings and we're all about cost savings, right? I mean, if we're not, we need to have another conversation because we need to be looking at those bottom lines. Virtual events help us do that. So we have to be ready. How do we extend the human interaction that we all know and love in a virtual world? We'd like to thank the University of Georgia Supply Chain Advisory Board for sponsoring Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher ground. In addition to ensuring the UGA supply chain curriculum meets employers' needs, the board also connects employers with highly qualified students. Join corporate board members like Johnson & Johnson, Home Depot, and the Chick-fil-A to discover and hire tomorrow's supply chain innovators today. To learn more, go to www.terry.uga.edu, click on alumni, and find the supply chain advisory board there. I would say the other thing that we need to to be ready for in, in the virtual world, too, is talked a little bit about it in another episode, and that is our timing, right? Understanding why you're there, what you're talking about, and really being able to be present in the conversation. It is one thing to be distracted as you're on a conference call, but now that we're moving into these virtual conferences, as you can see, we're all on cameras. It's very important for you to be engaged, to interact with the audience, just as if you're having a live one-on-one. Just because that person isn't physically there doesn't mean they still don't want to see you react, see you respond to their statements. Um, It is very important, and we have to be even much more focused, as I'm seeing in, in some of my conversations and observations. We have to be so much more focused in the virtual world and the way that we're interacting with our cameras and with our microphones and with our audiences who are scattered uh, all over the four corners, that takes a lot more concentration on what we're talking about. So again, we have to be polished. We have to be ready. We have to be presentation ready. um, And we need to make sure that our environment around us too is inclusive to this. Again, 
we've talked about it before. Sometimes you only have that first 20 seconds to make a first impression, and this is it in a virtual world. And you're either going to stand out or not stand out at all, depending on how well you can carry that across to you. So just a few things for us to think about as we're all preparing and getting ready for uh, our different presentations, our different Zooms, our different teams, everything like that. I just want us to kind of keep this in mind as we prepare ourselves. Look around you and and think about what we've talked about and, and what you can do to help uh, prepare yourself and beef up your game and be ready for that next online virtual event. Thank you. Talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for listening to Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground. We are grateful for the time you spend with us and participating in these conversations. Please review and rate and share our show as we are focused on growing awareness in the supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity space. If you'd like more information, please visit us at higherground.io. That's H-I-R-E ground dot I-O. Thank you for being here and we look forward to seeing you next week.